All right, how's it going, everybody? We are back. Episode five of season three of the Last Things Last podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Myers, joined by Justin Mandy and I'm Jane Esgoda. Yeah, um, so there's a pretty big game coming up this weekend. We're definitely going to dive into some off the field things that have been happening with that game as well, um, which not sure if that's going to end up being an issue or not. Uh, hopefully not, but uh, I guess we'll come to find out pretty soon. Um, but first, we're going to discuss two big trades that happened in the world of sports. The first one being Nolan Arenado going to the St. Louis Cardinals. Your boy's real happy about that over here. MJ and I talked about it last week saying, oh, you know, there's those rumors again like there were last year. Eh, they probably won't do it. And if they do, they'll have to mortgage their future. So it might not be worth it. Well, were we wrong? Because the very next day, it said not only was Arenado coming to St. Louis, but the Cardinals did not have to give up a top five prospect, which they had five top five prospects they, they could have given up. And they got 50 million. And they got $50 million in cash to help out with their uh, their revenue loss from COVID to really sweeten the deal. So essentially- Wasn't it, wasn't it like part of his, I think I thought it was part the of The Rockies his, uh, are paying his salary this salary, year. Yeah, because they basically gave him an eight year contract yeah. and they're like, oh, whoops. So in this <laughs> salary- Arnado gets an extra deal, an extra year onto his deal uh, that he, from the extension he signed with Colorado, uh, gets two opt-outs and, um, and yeah, the Rockies have to pay the first year of his salary and then the, they can defer the money over the next couple of years. But here's the deal. This was a heist, an absolute heist. I could not believe that John Mosellac, after all the crap me and every other diehard Cardinals fan gives him for never pulling the trigger on a big guy, never going after someone, this dude pulled the trigger and stole the number three player in the sport for nothing. I mean, behind Mike Trout and Mookie Betts, it's Nolan Arenado. Um, so when you don't make the playoffs, will it look mm-hmm. like a good trade then? Oh, it'll when still be a great trade. Guy. It would just be really disappointing. <laughs> Here's the thing. The best player <laughs> the Cardinals gave up. It just doesn't work. The best player the Cardinals gave up was Austin Gomber. Um, really good pitcher. Uh, definitely going to be a major league starter. Awful last name. But he isn't at this point. So we gave up him a couple minor leaguers that may end up being major leaguers, may not. So really the Cardinals But you didn't got, give up your top tier prospects. Yeah. You didn't so really, have to give up your future. What the hell? Yeah, so <laughs> I'll pass it to you here in a sec, MJ. That, with, with that in mind, the, the bottom line here is the Cardinals got a top three player in baseball in his prime. And by the way, on his um, opening press conference, he said, I'm literally, and it seemed really genuine. He was like, I'm not worried about the opt-outs whatsoever. I want to be in St. Louis. Um, so he's got that going for him. He wants to play in St. Louis, wants to be on a team that wins. So Cardinals fans have got to be feeling great. I know I am. And I mean, we didn't have to give up anything. Now, we'll talk about the Rockies' perspective in a second, but MJ, obviously I think you agree the Cardinals got an A on this deal. We literally did this cast, what, last Thursday night or Friday night? Thursday night, yeah. No, Thursday Friday. Night. We did it Friday. Oh, yeah, it was Friday night. Friday night, I walk away from my computer at like yeah, 9.45. I go into the bathroom, sit down, <laughs> pull out my phone, and there's a, the, the tweet that says – Oh, you guys are idiots. You guys are absolute idiots. I'm sitting there going, we just spent a good five minutes going, there's no way. They're not going to give up their future. 
the Rockies are going to need their future for this deal to work. Nope, <laughs> nope. We couldn't have been more wrong. We couldn't have been more off if we tried. Which I'm so glad it's we were a, wrong. <laughs> it's an absolute steal for the Cardinals. The fact that, again, a top five prospect, that one's gone. Like, come on. And you got money to pay for his salary. What, yep. what were the Rockies doing? Like, it's not like – there has to be more to this. I know we're going to dive into this soon, but I, there has to be more to this story that we don't know from the Rockies' perspective. Like, yeah. was he starting to pull like a Jimmy Butler in the locker room and yelling at other players? No. Or like, because it doesn't seem opposite. like he was disrupting anything. No. Like no. he wasn't pulling. Like, like, <laughs> that from from what I can tell from the Rockies' point of view, Jeff Breidich, the general manager, and he had a rift going back to before the 2019 season where Arnado was like, I feel very disrespected. I signed this long-term deal and they had said, you know, we're going to spend the money to help build a team around you. And they didn't. They were just like, yeah, sorry, man. You got to try and do it with what we got. And the Rockies, why they have, like, they have three really good hitters in Blackman and formerly Arenado and um, Story. Their pitching, they, they never helped. It's like the Phillies, you know, they just, they didn't bolster that part of their team that they needed to win. So at that point, he was just like, all right, whatever, man. Like, I want to be traded. And last season, six, you know, shortened season with COVID, they were like, we're not trading you, blah, blah, blah. The Cardinals tried, put up a bunch of – they asked for a King's Ransom last year from the Cardinals, and they were like, nah, man, we, we can't give that stuff up. So then it comes around here. Now you've got a frustrated Arenado who still doesn't want to play for your team. He's not going to hold out, but he's also just, like, vocal now. And you've got the fact that – um Breidich doesn't want to be around him anymore they could have got more for him somewhere else they wanted to dump some of the cash so while they're going to pay for it this year they wanted to dump some of the cash from that extension and it, but even still that's not a that's not a good reason you, to give up a superstar anyone else like, but, you well they weren't going to trade him to the Dodgers because of division rival but um, this is this is like this is like Hopkins getting traded for a second round pick and David Johnson, like, what are we doing here? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they, you, did you the, call, did you call anyone else? Did I you think apparently the Braves the were the Braves were rumored to be else? involved, um, but you know, when the Cardinals said, you know, we'll give you a bunch of young guys, and this is this is the deal. I mean, it, the, it, it's hard to talk about because going into rebuild. No, that, that's the crazy part. So. What's the most cringeworthy thing I think I've watched in sports last year was this press conference with Jeff Breidich and uh, Monfort, the uh, owner of the Rockies. Monfort is sitting there basically like, I hate that we did this. And Breidich is like, yep, <laughs> we did this. Like it was, yeah, the most, they had no the answers. Mo- Dude, Every the single Colorado press reporter conference yeah. was last year when the Pittsburgh Pirates, who had what, $70 million <laughs> free in cap space, came on the national television and went, no, we're trying to win. No, no you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not giving your fans any re- – it's the same story in Colorado. And I got to tell you, living there for two years, I went to a lot of Rockies games. The fans love it there. They love – you know, baseball is a big thing in Denver. Um, it's a great place to see a baseball game. That's because they don't know and they're yet, a baseball game, Kevin. And yet <laughs> – and yet <laughs> the Rockies are not giving them a product to put on the field to make the Rockies have not won a division title in their history. Rockies have been around for a while now. So like they still have not won a, div- won a division title. Now, I mean, do you think, do you think story goes? I think he goes. Absolutely. He said, literally quote, I'm heartbroken that we got rid of Nolan. Like he's like, you know, he's our best player. 
one of my best friends, one of my favorite teammates, and you just ship him off basically to loosen up the space. But there's an interesting twist here that a lot of people haven't seen. This is the third time the Cardinals have gotten a disgruntled Rockies star. We got Larry Walker for a year and we went to the World Series in 2004. We then got Matt Holliday, who won a World Series title with us. And now we're getting Nolan Arenado. We got three sluggers from the Rockies. All three were frustrated that the organization wasn't taking steps to win. That's over a span from 04 to 2021. What does that tell you about how this organization is run? It's incredible. That's the Jeff Lloyd syndrome. Uh, shout out to my buddy Jeff Camper in Denver. I know, I know you're hurting, buddy. He was like, he was like, I can't, I can't believe this. We were talking the other week about the possibility of like, you think th- this was before the rumors happened? I said, you think the rumors happen again that no one comes car- St. Louis? He goes, I don't think so. I mean, Breidich is an idiot, but we're not that dumb. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Jeff. Yeah, we got him now, and we didn't give up much at how all. Does, how does that GM still have a job? Like Monfort says, you, he likes him saving money. Someone, <laughs> someone, the that's right. Like, You're saving sick. money in a pandemic. That's yeah. why. And we're a trash. Like the thing is, if they kept Nolan Arenado, they're not winning anything, right? So like, I, I'm not unless I'm they not build around him. him. But but Justin, <laughs> like, it's like they had to call someone else and be like, hey, we have the third best player in baseball, ready to go. Um, can you do anything better than what the Cardinals have offered? Yeah, we'll throw in one of our top prospects. Okay. Uh, I wonder <laughs> if I wonder if other teams were like, we can give you better prospects, but we're not eating that money. You know, like you're going to pay more of a salary then. And they're like, eh, but that's the best part salary. of the deal. The Cardinals are cash poor because of the pandemic. So the fact that they got the Rockies to be like, because they'll pay the first 50 million <laughs> yeah. of it. And then all of a sudden, um, you know, we can defer the money over the rest of the length of the contract. That's awesome. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah, man. I don't, I don't understand it. Uh, I've been trying to wrap my head around it from the beginning, but all I know is I can't wait for this guy to get here. And he immediately puts the Cardinals at the top of the NL central um, and just, you know, a, a position in which they can go deep in the playoffs and hopefully do a world series. So um, yeah, super pumped him and Goldschmidt batting back to back in that lineup. That's going to be pretty cool. Um, the other trade that happened, though, Justin, you want to give us the breakdown on this one? Jared Goff is gone from Oof. L.A. Matt Stafford is going there. Um, who won this trade and why? I think it's pretty obvious, but I'll let oh you. Gosh. Go ahead, Justin. If, if I you mean... say anything other than what I want you to say, I'm going to go down your throat. Detroit, <laughs> Detroit got quite a bit for Matt Stafford. Quite a bit. Uh I don't know, like, I've been trying to wrap my head around this one, though, as far as, like, is Matt Stafford, does he make you a Super Bowl contender right away? Like, is he that much better than Jared Goff, you know? I think he's yes. better than Jared Goff. I think sizably. he's better than Jared Goff, but it's a I don't weird... think it's Super Bowl sizably, but I think it's a sizable difference. Yeah. I I, I think they, I think they're a Super Bowl team now because they have someone competent really? enough to throw the football. Yes. I'm their defense was that. There's no more yeah. defense in the league, and they didn't lose anybody. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm really interested to see Stafford because Goof was so up and down. Um, you know, there would be times where he would look great, and th- this season they were they were a weird team. I would never bet on them because it was always, you know, what Goff is going to show up. But uh, no, I think Matt Stafford's consistently good on a bad team. I'm interested. I, I think Los Angeles. 
wins this one just by getting the better quarterback. I think that there's such a premium on good quarterbacks right now. Don't you um, feel like they gave up a bit too much, though? They did give up a lot, and Stafford's not young by any means. That's the other thing. I mean, Goff is so 35, 36 or something like that. Yeah, I'm looking up what his age is right now. I know Goff's like 25, so you gave up a guy. He is. He's 32. He's young. He's oh, fine. Oh, my God. He he's been in the league for 94 years, though. I know. I, yeah, he does seem like way older than he – I equate dude, dude, him age-wise almost bad, old. but he's not that – Yeah, he's body old then, for sure. He's hurt <laughs> like every two seconds. He's grizzled with the beard plays. and all that. Yeah. yeah, he plays through injury. Yeah. I mean, I don't – I think they can put up numbers with him because he was putting up numbers in Detroit, like forty five hundred oh, yards. Last year, last teams. year he goes for over for over four thousand, and then two thousand eleven, from two thousand eleven to two thousand seventeen, he did not throw for less than four thousand yards. Yeah, I mean, and then eighteen was thirty seven seventy seven, and then two thousand nineteen was hurt, still went. Yeah, 2019, he, he was hurt. He went for 2,500. And then last year was just over 4,000 yards with uh, 26 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. I mean, I think they – if you – I mean, look what he got Calvin Johnson. If you give him someone to throw the ball to and a, def, a decent line, which the Rams have, I, I think this is a good trade all around. The Rams are in the now. They're not worried mm-hmm. about the future. I mean, you got – you have a window with Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. I mean, because either he's going to ask for a trade – yeah, they, they, either they're going to ask for a trade if they're not winning, or you keep them around. It's going to yeah. be one of those things. And, and you're not going to get the best D tackle, the best corner in the league, um, a great receiving core with Woods, Cup. Uh, who's their other guy? They have a third guy. It's Jefferson's was was decent oh, uh, this year. Uh, is it Williams? Mike Williams? No. no. No, there's a third guy other than Jefferson. But but either way, I mean, they they have a great, good team. They have good tight end. Higby's a good tight end. The running back, they did a well addressing that last year in the draft. The Cam Akers kid looks pretty good. Yeah, I, I think – I mean, Detroit did not get better. Like, I'm sorry. No, I don't think Detroit – yeah, I think they just got a bunch of random stuff, which, like, I don't know how necessarily that fits. Um, now, what exactly – I'm looking to see – what were the 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 uh, picks that they got there for that though? Because that's oh I see there it is. So twenty twenty one third round. So goof a third round pick this year, a first round pick in twenty twenty two, and a first round pick in twenty twenty three. But do those are those first round those first round picks are based on where Los Angeles ends up, right? So like. If, if Los Angeles is the top four team the next three years, like it doesn't really – you're giving away pick 30? Like, eh. You know? Uh, yeah. It, it doesn't matter. Like toward, <laughs> towards, towards the end. I mean, if you're going to be – if you're going to get Matt Stafford in there and you're going to be eight and eight, then like you gave up some freaking picks for that. But – I, I mean, don't think they'll be I, – I, I, I think with that defense – so now a confident quarterback that's consistent game in and game out. I this is the first time Stafford's going to be actually happy to to be in a football uniform. Yeah, I mean yeah. that poor guy got destroyed in Detroit for like the last four or five years. Like when Megatron <laughs> left, he cried. Like and you I know he broke down and cried. Yeah, I don't see how golf's going to do anything in Detroit. No, 
I he has a better receiving. Well, Detroit's receiving group, like Galladay, Marvin Jones. It, so let's say Detroit's receiving group is probably better, but Galladay plays half the season. Marvin Jones plays half the season every year. So he's not going to have them all the and time. And they, they have no offensive line. No offensive line. Similar running back situation. Yeah. Not a good defense or not a great defense at least. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I think that – I think I think Detroit will – those picks, like you said, those picks, late first-round picks, I don't – Yep. I, I think yeah, no. you're better off. Those are equivalent to having a good second round pick, in my opinion. I mean, you're going to exactly. find the same amount of talent. You're basically going to get this. You're basically trading two seconds if you think you're going to be that good. And the thing is, there's no guarantee that those picks work out where, like, you right. know, Matt Stafford's good. Yeah. And, right. you know, I mean, that's what the steel, that's what the Steelers did with Fitzpatrick. Why do I want to? It's not Fitz. Yeah. Fitzpatrick, right? Yeah. Minka. Mika Fitzpatrick. Yeah, yeah, it's like we can trade thirty I mean, picks. We know that was Mika's a proven good, guy. So. Okay, yeah, but in those those picks might not work out. Like, go with the given talent that's young. Like, right. you know, it's going to work. Yeah. No, I, I think uh, I think Detroit. I think they just met. Stafford was like, "I'm done." So figure out a way to get rid of me. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm done. I Very mean, much look, an Arenado situation. Look what's going on with tech, the Texans right now. They're they're screwed. If they don't trade him, he will sit out. I guarantee he will sit out. Yeah, I think so too. I think he's going to go to Los Angeles, or not Los Angeles, Las Vegas. The only weird thing, though, about this trade is what does it do to the trade market for Watson and Carson Wentz if Matt Stafford's commanding three picks and a starting quarterback? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, Wentz, Wentz won't command a lot. I'm, I don't think he will. I think you'd get – I don't know. I, I don't think you get it. There's injury concern. There's injury concern. His contract concern. His, his contract concern. His locker room concern. And yeah. then even when he was healthy this year, some of the decisions he was making were were not good. Yeah. So, so I don't think that affects him, but I do think it could affect Watson. Oh yeah, uh, Watson's Watson, gonna. You're gonna have to give up six five, first round picks. Six, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're gonna, gonna get give a lot six of first round picks. picks. Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna yeah. be an issue. I really think it's going to be Las Vegas, though. I think that's where he's going to end up. There's also rumor that J.J. Watt might uh, unite with both his brothers in Pittsburgh. Can you imagine? Dude, I feel horrible. Can you imagine? J.J. Watt, I feel horrible for him. Yeah, he can can come to Pittsburgh the year after Ben retires while you guys have Duck or Mason Rudolph back there. We got – hey, the Rams have Duck now. The Rams have Duck. Or the Chargers. One of them signed him. Watt's going to leave Houston. They're going to trade away to Sean Watson, get 18 picks, and become a juggernaut in two years. And then Pittsburgh's going to be rebuilding, and he's going to be like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> that poor guy, man. I feel bad for him. But, uh, yeah. They should, include, so, yeah. they should include him in the Watson deal. Like, here, we'll give you this we'll give you for the six-round picks you gave us. But you have to give us but, the rest of your uh, picks for all time. Now the main point of why we're doing this cast right now and why we didn't skip a week is the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday. Dude, why we didn't skip? We didn't skip a week. <laughs> no, I'm just saying we had damn close to skipping a week. <laughs> we had to, we had to re, we had to reschedule it, so it was the closest we've come so far to having to skip a week. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday is coming up. The Kansas City Chiefs back in their uh, second consecutive Super Bowl against Tom Brady and the new oh, that ta- the Tampa Bay Buccaneers oh. in Tampa Bay. Um, it's the first time that a team, a home team, 
is playing in their home stadium Rigged. or Super Bowl. Um, so, well, yeah, but I also think that's still going to be like uh, they're only allowing like a certain amount of each. Group. I don't. I never know how they do that, but they're gonna. It's gonna be pretty evenly spread. I mean, it is in Florida. They'll probably have like standing room only at that point. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. They're not gonna. No protocol, probably. But um, Kansas City uh, from the William Hill sports book is a three-point favorite um, coming into this year. Who's so William Hill. It's the Vegas sports book. Hank, Bobby. Oh my God, <laughs> Bobby. Bobby. You got a D in English, Bobby. You speak English, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, what did you say um, it was? What's his friend? Three three point favorite for uh, Kansas City. Three only, which it's it's not going to change unless some heavy hitters start putting some money down in yeah. Tampa Bay. Because I think eighty percent of the money right now is on um, Kansas City, and I don't like Tampa Bay at plus three. I don't like them there <laughs> because I feel like this Football game is number. not going to be a three point game. I think. Either the Chiefs' defense is going to get torched by that wide receiving core. Oh, that would have been a push. Or is it plus yeah. three or plus three and a half? Plus three. I I got it at plus three and a half the, earlier. Kevin, today. their first, their first, their first game of the year. That that's a that's a tie at plus three. Yeah. It was 27-24. Even though he threw for two hundred yards in the first quarter, they only scored twenty seven points. Right. I think that. Uh, uh, well, I'll start off first by saying I my pick is the Chiefs. I think that the Chiefs are going to win this game, and I think it's for the following reasons. I think Patrick Mahomes, again, second year in a row here. Um, he's the most dynamic athlete in football, um, has an incredible football IQ, knows how to get the ball to all his receivers, can throw on the run. We've seen him do all this crazy stuff. He can basically do no-look throws. I mean, the kid is incredible. Um, the Chiefs' defense has improved. They're, they're still not, you know, a championship defense. Like, for, you know what I mean? They're a championship defense by winning a championship, but they're not at that level where I'm like, oh man, this defense is going to win me a championship all by themselves. Um, but they, they've gotten a lot better. Um, I really think that they've grown a lot throughout the season. And that gives me more confidence that they're going to be able to put the clamps enough on this Tom Brady offense. Because remember, the formula for beating Brady is the same as it's been the last five years. If you can get to him, and give him pressure, you got him because he's not mobile. He never was. So, I mean, if you can get pressure on him, I think it's going to be Kansas City all day. And, you know, if this game come halftime is a shootout, I think one of those defenses is going to have to come down in the second half and have like a shutdown quarter. And then we're going to know, okay, this game's over. So it's going to be real interesting to see which defense kind of bites first on that. But Honestly, the way Kansas City's been growing in that regard and just how explosive with like Tyreek Hill and all these guys, I mean, Kelsey is just, it's just really hard for me not to pick Kansas City in this. Although he is playing the GOAT. What do you got, MJ? Well, first, Patrick Mahomes almost didn't make the game after today. Yeah, the haircut story. Get, getting the Patrick. What are you uh, doing getting a haircut? Patrick Price. The week of this. <laughs> 20 that was he was supposed to cut 20 different guys hair on the team yeah yeah they 20. pulled him mid-cut he was in the middle of a haircut and they pulled him out they're like dude you have covid <laughs> like like i'm sorry like this year you're not gonna look great during super bowl week just deal with it who cares like, you get a haircut yeah. monday you can get a haircut monday like but anyway mahomes your um, hair's a little weird anyway let's be honest yeah i'm taking uh i'm taking the bucks i'm i'm gonna make some bold predictions here 
first off, I'm going to take them to win out, right? I don't think they need the points. I'm going to take the under, and here's why I'm going to take the under. What's the under? I think Leonard Fournette, uh, 47. Oh. Is that right? Is it? I think it's four. I think it's 47. If it's 47, no, it's 56. I was going to say, I'll smash the smash, over yeah, if, it's <laughs> if it's 47. But anyway, I'm going to predict this right now. I'm going to bet on this as well. Leonard Fournette will be the MVP of this Super Bowl. I think they can – Really? Them. They're going to score f- quick and fast, and I think well, Leonard Fournette will – He's going. they're, they're going to have to keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands. The only way to do that is to run the football. And Leonard Fournette looked great in the NFC Championship game. Um, and I think if he keeps running smash mouth football like that, I think they can do it. So I'm going to take the, I'm going to, I almost said the Patriots. I'm going to take the Buccaneers yeah. outright. And I think the Super Bowl MVP will be Leonard Fournette. Uh, let me just comment on that real quick before you take in Justin. I think that's a really interesting take in the sense of Fournette being the MVP. I will say this though, if your prediction is true, if they do run the ball effectively with Fournette, I think it's going to be a runaway for Tampa Bay because that's going to allow Brady the opportunity to spread the ball around a lot more, open up the play action. Um, so, if, I mean, if you're correct, if they can like as good or better uh, than the NFC championship with Fournette, it could be Tampa Bay by like 10, maybe 14. I, just, I think, man, it's, it's if they can control the clock, that's the only way you're beating Patrick Mahomes is to keep him off the field. Right. You got to keep Plain the ball in his hands. Yeah. That, that, that's it. That's, I mean, you're not, yeah. cause you can't double both Kelsey and Tyreek Hill just won't. Happen. Or Brady's going to just tell us all, this is the next level of my goatness and I'll run for three touchdowns. <laughs> uh, I, I, if he runs, I don't even want to know what that would pay. Like the overs one and he goes for three. What, <laughs> Tom Brady I mean, out for same, the second half. He tweaked his hamstring. <laughs> like I, I, Same game parlay. I'm doing Gronkowski's getting a touchdown. I definitely think Kelsey's getting a touchdown. Yeah, both tight ends. I think will both get one, quarterbacks I think. are going to throw for their under whatever the yards is. I think it'll be under. I'm taking Leonard for really over. I don't think yes. under for Mahomes at all, at all. No way, dude. What's that dude's going to come what, out what, gunslinging? Said it with three oh five. Like, come on, Kevin. Oh, if he's not on the field, he can't throw the ball. That. I don't, I don't know think if he's not going to be on the field. I know. I think the Chiefs might actually put the clamps. That they know this coming in. But anyway, Justin, go ahead. I think it's a shootout. I don't think either team's going to. Be, the Chiefs can't run. Uh, the whole Clyde Edwards Hilaire deal, like yeah. he's great between the twenties, <laughs> and then you get into the red zone, and that dude can't get a yard. He's so, so small. <laughs> they're not going to be able to run. I, I see the four net deal. There's a chance that he might be able to. The only thing is with the Chiefs, the only strength on their defense really is the middle. You have Chris Jones, who might be like behind Aaron Donald as maybe the best defensive tackle. The, the over-under yeah. for Patch Mahomes is 330. That's a lot. Yeah. Come on. That's tough. <laughs> that's, that's Although that's, the over-under for DeMontis Sabonis tonight was 11 and a half rebounds, and I'm like, of course he's not getting 12 naturally he gets 12 before he goes out of the game justin i don't even want to talk about it last night i did a i did a same game parlay for boston golden state took boston minus two took him on the money line took curry over 28 jason tatum over 26 i got everything it was like nine things the one i don't get right tatum's over under on the rebounds was seven and a half he gets eight naturally yeah 
That's the way it works. It was a. Th- it was. It was gonna. It was on a ten dollar bet. It was gonna pay fifteen hundred dollars. That's how outlandish some of these things were. And I got all of them except the rebounds. Right? I have a three team one, and all of them are going to lose by 0.5. Like uh, Lamelo Ball has seven boards instead of six and a half. Like so over over six and a half. Yeah, whatever. But anyway, Chiefs. Uh, I think it's gonna be a shootout. I think Patrick Mahomes is gonna be able to pull it off. I'm rooting for Big Red getting back-to-back Super Bowls. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, don't I am know. too. I'm rooting for KC. The thing is, I'm I might buy a half point in Bet Tampa because I can see it being a three-point game. I really can, um, but I don't want to push. So I think I might do. I might buy three a half. Point, yeah, plus three and a half for Tampa Bay and get them. But but I do think I do think that it'll come down to um, a Tom Brady last minute drive here and i don't i don't know i think they'll be able to hold on and, and Dude, it. if it comes down to that i'm gonna tell you right now if it comes down to that with him with the ball in two minutes if you can still if you can do some ridiculous bet for tampa bay to win they've won huh. like, well that's weird because i've seemed to remember a tom brady uh with two minutes left in a super bowl a couple years ago and the eagles they beat him because they're the best franchise in Pennsylvania. No, it's because back. the NFC East apparently is like his kryptonite. <laughs> it is because we are the luckiest team in the world, and we need to start admitting that. Tom that Brady man had, what, 543 yards, and yeah. he almost caught the ball in the end zone. It did hit Gronk right in the chest. When he dropped it, I thought there yeah, was still time on down. the clock. That's why I didn't celebrate. I was like – Oh my God, it's over. We won. <laughs> also, Julian Edelman dove for it and almost caught it. Yeah. Yeah. Was so we got uh, Justin and I picking the Chiefs, MJ yeah, Chiefs going with three. the Bucks. Um, wow. What yeah, would you say? A, Are you saying Chiefs by more than three? Uh, I'd say Chiefs by seven. Hmm. I think a full touchdown and extra point. Is the story Dude, until Tom Brady is dead or hangs up his jersey, I will not bet against him. Also, <laughs> really good bet for MVP though. If you do think Tampa Bay is winning, there's no way they're not giving it to Tom Brady. It could be Leonard yeah. Fournette could run for 400 yards, and they'd be like, <laughs> eh, "This might be the last one for Tom Brady. Let's just toss him up." It won't be the last but one. It, but it's, but it's not. Finally. He's already made yeah. that clear. So sure. that's he's it. like, I might also, play till I'm 50. <laughs> what if? I don't know. <laughs> He might die. <laughs> this one, wait, what was the Super Bowl last? Uh, Kansas City. I literally can't even remember. San Francisco, it, because San they're Francisco. so bad now. That's you, you don't even. <laughs> that's yeah, another, they're that's trying another, to go to Garoppolo. Wait, that's another yeah. team that should be going after Deshaun Watson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the, um, one, the one before that was the worst Super Bowl of all time with the Patriots and the Rams. <laughs> so wait, Justin, you have, you have Chiefs game. by three and a half. Three. Chiefs by three. Oh, I'm betting uh, three. Tampa okay. Bay three and a half. Yeah. Okay. And um, yeah, I got them by seven. MVP I just I just put three. twenty on the Bucks money line and under. Oh. Under fifty six. Wait. Under fifty six. Ah, uh, I think this has all the makings of like a 3831. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. I'm a degenerate. That's not the only bet I'm going to make. <laughs> That's true. You're going to hedge it on the other end and break even for the day. Oh, my same game parlays or anytime touchdown scores are going to be fantastic. 
That's going to be a great game. I'm looking. Did you just pick the kicker? Yeah, I picked the kicker to score a touchdown. I just looked. I looked. The uh, the best odds are for the punter um, at at plus fifty (laughs) thousand. Tommy Townsend. So if you want to bet a hundred on Tommy Townsend, you can win that fifty grand if you want it. Yeah, it's going to be a great game. I'm looking forward to it. Um, uh, Yeah. So yeah, tune in on Sunday and. We'll talk about it next week the, with the recap of it. But, uh, boys, let's get into our last things last. MJ, go ahead. All right. I know I said something at the beginning, but I'm going completely different because it just popped up again. Uh, Nate Diaz either needs to fight or stop talking. I've, I've, I've hit my limit with the Diaz brothers. I like them both. I enjoy watching them both fight. I think they're both very talented. But he's now running his mouth about Poirier, uh, Dustin Poirier. It's like – You've, you've done nothing. Like, come back and fight. Take the fight you're given. Prove yourself, and then you can fight someone else. He always thinks he deserves title fights and all this other stuff. I don't get it. I, I mean, well, his last fight was against Game Bread, and he lost. Like, that's what, two years ago now, right? Right? Mm-hmm. And then before that, I think his last fight was three years before that. So I'm, I'm over the Diaz brothers. Either fight or go away. I've, I'm, I've had it. I think this – all these yeah. guys jumping in to think they're the champ in the, you know, different divisions in the UFC when they've done nothing in the, not saying they haven't done anything in the past, but they haven't done anything in recent memory. I'm done. Uh, yeah. Justin, I know, I know you, you follow UFC pretty closely too, but I just, what is he running his mouth about? I don't know. The Diaz brothers just in general, Nick Diaz has been that's running all, his mouth. That's all they've ever done. <laughs> yeah. Nick Diaz hasn't fought since I've been, been a fan of UFC like, for like six years. <laughs> like legit. He is net like, but I mean, he was suspended, but still. Um, no, yeah, he's just he's yapping. I I would I think it makes sense for him and Connor to do a trilogy. Oh um, yeah, that does. That'd be fun. But what are you going at? What are you going at Dustin for? Like, what, what yeah. what's your plan? And, and the thing is, is, if yeah. if Connor won, I can see Nate going at Connor because they have history. Like that makes sense. But it's all like Nate's just kind of trying to make something make sense with Dustin. And I've seen a bunch of interviews with Dustin since the fight. And he's been saying the two fights that he wants would be either Connor for the belt or Nate Diaz for the belt. And I'm like, why would you want, like, I don't know. I think people think that Nate Diaz is, is a draw. I think the only reason Nate Diaz is a draw is when he's fighting Connor. There's no other, no, like if it's Nate Diaz versus Dustin Poirier, I'm not buying the pay-per-view. I don't, I'm fine. No, no. It's... Like, I'm just not. Or how is Oliver not getting a look? Like, I think it's the same. He's been doing. I think it's the same thing. Like I think he should, but I think it's becoming so much, especially with them not being able to have like full arenas and stuff. It's becoming even more about what's going to get you money. And you know, like if if Connor doesn't fight again this year, that pay per view with Dustin will probably be the number one pay per view. Like Israel Adesanya Uh, is fighting Jan Blahovich, and that's going to get like four hundred thousand buys probably, and it's probably a way better fight. Stipe, Stipe and Ngannou might. Maybe, maybe. I don't even see that. I don't know. Because Stipe's not exciting. Yeah, but he wins. And Ngannou. But I I I don't think he sells anything, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think, I don't think, I think the only reason Stipe sells fights is because of the Daniel Cormier. Like, I think he sold those two. I don't think you watch anyone watch Stipe, you know, against many other people. 
I think they'd watch. I mean, Steve we do Dan have Der- we do have Derek, my balls balls hot Lewis coming up against Curtis Blades, so I'm very pumped about that. <laughs> yeah, no, but I'm I'm with you. Nate Diaz needs to stop. Yeah, like, it's I, just, I just I'm tired. I'm tired of another. <laughs> it's not good fight and not a good fighter. It's just like just fight then. Like just yeah. do it. Yeah. Oh no one. No one's questioning the talent. Just fight. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> or don't talk. It's fine. Like either way. <laughs> like just pick one. No, I'm with you. All right, Justin, All right. what do you got? Um, we had talked about this before, but just an update over the past uh, three games, MJ, with the uh, with the Brooklyn Nets here. Um, they won 147 to 125. They lost in regulation on the 31st. I didn't text you this. They lost in regulation to the Wizards, 149 to 146. Wasn't it with like eight, what did, but they were up like five points with under 30 seconds left, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. And then they gave yeah. up, they gave up 48 to Washington in the fourth quarter. But and they, dude, okay. last night against the Clippers, they almost lost that 124 to 120. Their defense is so bad. Like it, I literally search for, I have <laughs> whenever I can bet games. So like for, their next game, I already have the over. Like, don't even care. Just picking over. And their overs have been progressively, like, last night was 244. So, like, for that to hit, it has to be 124 to 120. Like, that's a lot of points for an NBA game. And I didn't even think twice. And they barely got it. But still, like, it's it's just a mess. Like, their defense is so bad. And I think a lot of it has to do, one, they got – Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and James Harden together. It's not the greatest defensive team of all time. And they got rid of their only zero defense. Yeah. That's zero defense. But second Uh, thing, do you think it has anything to do with uh, the fact that there was another team that scored a butt ton of points and then didn't play defense against anyone. And now a point guard that was on that team is now their coach. <laughs> the whole Steve Nash Suns deal where they're just like, we could score 120 a game. And it's like, great, you're going to give up 123 a game, though. So have fun with that in the playoffs. So, yeah, yeah. it's been a mess. Their defense is trash. And yeah, that trade's not working out. <laughs> it's just, yeah, they're going to outscore most people most nights. But I don't know if you're going to do it. But it's, a, it's like a difference. Series. People were comparing it to like the Kansas City Chiefs, a team that can put up a ton of points to stand it. But the Chiefs at least have. Some, some kind defense. of defense yeah <laughs> like you yeah. just need a little defense and in <laughs> basketball like in the playoffs you're going to play a team like they're going to get matched up with the bucks they're yeah. not beating the they're not you're not going to outscore the bucks four out of seven games or you might right but you're definitely not going to outscore the clippers lakers like no. teams that can actually play defense there's no way it's yeah, yeah, it's a problem. It's a serious. I, I think I, I, I did I read correctly. I think the Rockets went from like second mm-hmm. or third in defense, like la- second to last, to yeah. like top fifteen now in defense, and they've won. I think they're on a four game win streak right now. Yeah, oladipo has been kicking butt for them. Um, yeah, they they get rid of one guy, and then the whole team goes, "Hey, we need to play defense." I'm you, you're not going to outscore like even if you look at the Warriors. They put up a ton of points, but Clay Thompson is a lockdown defender. Draymond Green's a lockdown defender. Like, I, I still stand by they're not going to make it out of the first round of the, the East in the playoffs. See, I, I, have, I have trouble because they are – right now they're still the two seed in the East. And if if the playoffs started today, they'd, they'd be matched up with the Cavs. 
think the Who Cavs are going to stick with twice. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't think they're going <laughs> to stick with them for a seven game series, though. I think they get out of the but first just, round. Like, and they, 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 they could run into the Rockets' problem in Game Seven versus Warriors. If everyone has a bet, you can always play good defense. There's nothing that says you can't. You can. And have the Cavs are one of the best defensive teams in the league right now. So there's that. Yeah, you. But you can have a bad shooting night, and that's that. That derails their whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. They're 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 they We can't even comment on their defense. Like it was so bad the other night or last night against Clippers that the uh, the announcer was like, "That was a beautiful defensive play by James Harden to foul in that instance, so they couldn't shoot a three. Yeah. That wasn't a defensive play. That was a situational play, not defense. He, he just fouled him. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my last thing's last is for all you esports lovers out there. If you didn't see it, NCAA football is coming back to your favorite game consoles. Uh, Justin and I talked about this a bit earlier. Justin thinks it's going to be a little harder uh, to to happen than it seems. I mean, EA Sports already confirmed it. They said they're bringing it back, um, but they won't be paying players. So I'm not entirely sure how it's all going to work out uh, with how far can they get with. I mean, for those that have played the games in the past, you know, it was always just numbers based, but, but you knew they made them look like them. Yeah, you knew who it was. Yeah. So how do they get around that? We, we were joking earlier about like, you know, they just completely change how the person looks like a bald, fat Trevor Lawrence, <laughs> you know, like yeah. just, you know, completely or, or, change but, it up. But you can't change the skill level. Like that's the right. thing too. Like right. if it's Trevor Lawrence, he's got to be in the 99 club or the 90. And then club you already or... kind of know what it is. Like yeah. then you already know who it is. But, yeah. I think, but Justin also made a good point in dynasty mode. You lose a lot of those players anyway, and you just get random numbers that come in. So I don't know. Yeah. So do you just completely, do you just completely make the teams like, you don't make elite quarterbacks or anything like that, but you're like, Hey, Clemson's always good. So it's going to be quarterback number two. Like you just make completely random rosters from the start, which I think, I don't know. I think that it makes the game a little less interesting. Not like I'll still probably get it obviously because the gameplay of like the recruiting and everything's fun, but right. I mean, I think part of the reason why people get the games is the first couple seasons where they're playing with their favorite players. But, like, they're not going to be able to do the same thing they did before where you're like, yeah, I know that number 10 on Notre Dame's Brady Quinn. Like, I, I know that's right. him. Like, it's not a big, you know. So well, Plus, what do they do with the cover? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, with the cover. Because, like, the last one – I have the last one. I've been playing it on my, uh, my old 360 in the corner. NCAA 13 had um, RG3 on it. Oh, RG3. RG3. Yeah. And uh, – he didn't even get yeah, to get the Madden curse. He got that one. Um. <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, but yeah, it's just so interesting. I don't know how they're going to work all this out without going into a situation where you're paying players for their likeness yeah. and, and things like that. And do you? I was I'm just talk, pumped for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll definitely get it. It's just I, I'm a little skeptical as far as like they they put that article out and then it was all over like every social media like it's back and it's like. And I was like, oh, shoot, it's back. It's awesome. Let me open this article. And they were, it was basically just like, they've committed to doing it at some point. <laughs> like, right. it's like, uh, all right. It doesn't it's seem gonna like it's going to be definitely over down. a year. Yeah. 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 And then, you no, know, but I was talking to Kevin in the group chat today about it. But, MJ, do you remember when Jay Billis, it was 2013, and the NCAA basically just straight up said, like, we don't uh, profit off the player's likeness, like, in any way. 
and Jay Billis went onto the NCAA shop site and typed in Johnny Manziel in the search bar and a number two Texas A&M jersey came up. And then he did the same with Taj Boyd in a Clemson jersey, like number 10 <laughs> came up and then he did JV on Clowney, same thing. And who was the other guy? There was another guy too that he did it for like a popular player. And then he just yes. shared it on Twitter to the NCAA <laughs> and they took down their whole shop site. They were just like, oh crap. And then that well, year. They caught us. And then that year. That year NCAA they got rid of the game. got canceled. NCAA basketball got canceled. Baseball, the, all of it. All yeah, of it. The yep. entire. Uh, I do like, have a complaint got... about that basketball game though. I was playing as Duke. I think it was in 2012. You could just dunk um, always. <laughs> no, I, I made a, I made a full court shot to beat Maryland at Maryland. And the, the, the game just ends, and it's like, and Duke wins by one. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, it was like a, a fake celebration. Like, or, yeah. <laughs> I like made I a full court shot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Another big win yeah. for Duke. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I remember I had uh, – uh, yeah, I had one of the – I probably like 2011 NCAA basketball, and I remember – uh bob kennedy came down when i was living in towson and we played towson versus delaware on ncaa basketball and it was like a 53 to 50 game it was great dude but that yeah, game I, had the coolest um do you remember i remember yeah. why did you put crying jordan by dude i remember the feel of um like when you would dunk it in 2k you almost did you like it was just like a regular dunk when you dunk yeah. it in ncaa it would like vibrate the controller so dude. It, it actually like felt like you it, like shook your hand. You know a what's bit. even wilder awesome. is that so like EA Sports makes both the Madden franchise and the NCAA football franchise, and yet the Madden controls are clunky and outdated and awful, and the NCAA ones were always fluid, fast. The spins were quick. The moves were better. Like it just makes no sense to me that like they could have taken Madden and people might have even forgotten about the NCAA because. The gameplay was just better. Like it was just better. It was a lot more fun to play that yeah. game in the Madden. So the, the, like Madden's trying to do it with the scouting and everything of the players, but it was so fun to, I would sit there for hours just recruiting. Recruiting? It yeah, it's like, great. I would literally go to school and <laughs> I'd go to school and I'd be sitting there and I'd be like, when I get home, I have to recruit that guy from <laughs> like Louisiana. Like I need it. is explaining your grades so much right now. <laughs> I'd, I'd literally have my notebook and I'd be writing down. I'd be like, well, I I keep I I know I need a running back because that guy's a senior. Like it's like when Miss Lee called your fumbling. name and you were like, what? <laughs> what? Why are you yelling? <laughs> Why are you yelling? I wasn't paying Why are you calling on me? I, I'm like, I need what? to shore up my outside linebacker. <laughs> Can you just look up and what? go, you know I don't know the answer. Why are you yeah, calling on me? Look back down. He just looks up Brady Quinn. Brady Quinn. <laughs> uh, All right, boys. Well, let's wrap this up here. Um, yeah, Super Bowl Sunday coming up. Super Enjoy Bowl. the big game. Um, and go yeah. Chiefs, man. Go Get Chiefs, big man. another win. I'm out here in Missouri oh. and – they're all hyped. Let me tell you, they are all pumped, especially on this campus right now. It's Chiefs Kingdom for sure. But uh, yeah, go Chiefs. We'll see and how Jeff, the game what goes. What else do they have to look forward to? Uh, Nolan Arenado coming to St. Louis, you bum. Here we go. All Goodbye, everybody. I'm not going to let Justin.